Pop, and the video game industry is facing some backlash as SAG-AFTRA, the guild who are in union with the voice actors, have declared strike on them. Yes, as of October 21st, SAG-AFTRA has declared strike on the video game publishers including Activision, Disney Character, Insomatic Games, Voice Works, Blind Light, Electronic Arts, i.e. EA, Interactive Associates, WB, Corps of Discovery Films, Formosa, and Take-Two. These publishers whose games you might have heard of including Call of Duty, Lego Star Wars, uh, Nick Jr. Games, Injustice, are in the rounds of having a strike declared on them. It turns out that there have been negotiations between the two uh, for the past 19 months and a deal has not been made. As it turns out, members of the voice actors in the SAG-AFTRA have claimed that they are being underpaid and are working under vocal stress conditions. As it turns out, uh, under SAG-AFTRA, their contract, they are paid $825 per standard four-hour session in a studio. And because these games are making over 25 million, selling two million copies, they would like some royalties from that as they don't receive any, which is kind of shocking. And also, as it turns out, their vocal sessions are somewhat painful and stressful uh, when the characters, you know, in Mass Effect or Call of Duty, they're killed, you know, they have the the barks and the grunts, you know, when they're dying. And it turns out that for a four-hour rate, this causes dramatic stress on their vocal cords. It turns out in an interview with NPR, voice actress Jennifer Hale, who has played the roles of Sarah Palmer in Halo 5 Guardians and Mass Effect, and a quantum physics in Bioshock has spoken with NPR and stated that some of her friends had to receive surgery because of the strenuous sessions and they've been out of work for months and they're not receiving any health benefit compensation for that. And also, Thagastra is claiming that when some voice actors sign up for these recordings, they don't know sometimes what they're recording for like some of the actors know the character but they don't know what the title that the character is going to play for the video game and under new negotiations sag actor would like the publishers to put that in writing put that in detail and also when they do the motion sensors and some of the stunts uh the stunt work it appears is kind of dangerous as they don't have any you know, stunt coordinators on some of them, the recordings present while they're doing the work. And they're saying, well, this is dangerous to our fellow union workers. And we would like to have, you know, fairness and safe conditions for them. So there's been some transparency within these negotiations for the past several months. And now SAGATRA has given the go for them to strike. And under this strike, this 
uh, pertains to the video games that were in production as of February 17th, 2015. So, uh, Call of Duty 4, Injustice 2, uh, some Nick Jr. Paw Patrol games are you know, affected by this. But under some uh, no-strike provisions in the previous agreements, the voice actors still have to complete some of those uh, recordings that were already in provisions of a no strike uh, provision zone. So they have to uh, still work on that. But as for the games that are, you know, production after that, they don't have to. They're not required to because they're on strike right now. So some voice actors uh, also have spoken out other than Hale or Steve Blum, who has done some voice for the Wolverine character in some of the other video games, and also Tara Shaw, who's done voice work for Final Fantasy. And they're saying, well, you know, voice actors should be treated, you know, as the same as, you know, television or, you know, pro actors, because the actors are still actors. They're still doing work, and they're still giving their creative craft to make some of these video games. And it seems that the video game industry is different in how they work in, you know, other industries in the broadcasting and television and film system. So with this, they want, you know, things to change. They want to be treated fairly. They want to establish, you know, some set agreements that both parties can agree on. And as of right now, that's not the case. And they are on strike. And then SAG-AFTRA has given notice uh, they've given an official bulletin. You could go on their website. Uh, you could go on their Twitter page. And they have a list of the companies. They have a list of some of the press releases that state what they want. And, you know, there's also been talk from the spokesperson from the publishing companies. Uh, his name is... I believe Scott, who's one of the chief negotiators, is saying, well, we've presented uh, a package which would give, you know, more pay and more reward to these workers. But it seems that Sagatra, for some reason, did not agree to it. And the two are still going back and forth in these agreements. We don't know when the next time the guild and the negotiator for the publishers are going to meet but as of monday the workers are going to be picketing outside of ea's studios and they will be striking we don't know how long the strike will last uh, we don't know when it will end but as of right now they are on strike so we hope that you know voice actors and these video game publishers uh, they find a way to come to an agreement. I mean, we've seen this before with, you know, the Writers Guild when they were on strike. And when some of the television companies, they went on strike and uh, they were able to come to some sort of agreement. So hopefully uh, they will come to some sort of agreement. If not, then... Unfortunately, the workers will not be able to work with these companies until further notice, until an agreement is settled. And I guess the video game companies will go to non-union, as which some 
uh, commercial uh, companies have done in the past when they've they've cut ties with SAG-AFTRA. So we'll see about that and we hope for the best. In other video game news, if you recently went online, you saw that Nintendo published some great news. They gave us a double dose. First, they released a demo for Pokemon Sun and Moon. It's only the Sun version though. You could go to the Nintendo eShop and play it and I have to say it is it's fantastic. It's great. Uh, the graphics are great. The character, you get to play uh, one character is named Sun and the video game gives you this aerial view of Aloha and then it takes you into some parts of the city and you could go to the Pokemon Center. You know, the only Pokemon you get is Greninja. So you could go to Pokemon Center, get healed, come back and go around. You meet uh, one of the characters. You also meet the professor in the game and the professor takes you on a few different uh, journeys and tasks. Uh, one of them takes you into the cave where you have to take pictures of a dragon type and it's pretty awesome. And also you get a chance to use Ash Greninja, which is uh, a peek at that. And along the way, you get to meet a few Pikachus. You see a few Pikachus in the game. Uh, one of them is with a trainer who has a birthday coming up. So on different days, when you go back into the demo, you're able to collect some treasures like a nugget and some other stuff that you could then transfer when you get the full version into that game so that's pretty awesome and also you get to go pokemon catching but the thing i don't like about that is that after you finish you don't get to keep the pokemon you catch you're able to use a healing pokemon ball and a regular one and a super one but you don't get to keep any of those either i mean in some of the previous ones you were able to but in this one you're not so that's kind of a disappointment i mean you go in there, I caught a few Pikachus and another set of Pokemon, but I found out I wasn't able to keep them, so I was kind of upset and mad, but it doesn't matter, because when you get the full version, you'll be able to keep uh, the Pokemon you catch. That is a guarantee. And also, you get to meet Team Skull, I, I have to say, Team Skull is quite quite a villainous character, hilarious team. Their personality also kind of come up to... Uh, Team Rocket and their antics. I mean, they have this hip hop kind of theme, and the way they're talking is just—it's just hilarious. Um, I don't know what the the uh, creators were thinking when they uh, did these villains. I mean, you go along from—you look at the different types of villains. You had the Team Magma, Team Plasma, Team Galactic, and they all had these weird kind of spacey outfits and kind of look real villainous but them team skull they have like wearing jeans and black skull attire and they think they can rap or whatever it's just hilarious but they are a really good villain for this and i'm quite quite entertained by that and i give props to nintendo and the whole pokemon creators for giving us these wonderful characters so the new Pokemon Sun Moon game will come out in November, so you can anticipate that. And also in the demo, you are given a chance to use a Z-move. It is a new move in this Pokemon game that's coming out 
with you and your Pokemon, you do some movements and then you activate a special Pokemon ability. For this one, you could use it with Pikachu, but you can only use it once. And I have to say that when you use it, it is amazing. One damage to a powerful Pokemon with one Z move, it is incredible. And you can use that Z move to defeat Team Skull in the demo. So that is great. Also, with Nintendo, they gave us a trailer for the new Nintendo Switch. Uh, before, you've seen online that Nintendo was developing a console that was portable. You could play it inside your home as a home console, and then you could take it with you as a portable, like when you take your DS out uh, to play. So this one, it was supposed to be called the Nintendo NX. It's now, official name is Nintendo Switch. And the trailer, it is online, and it is amazing. The reason why it's amazing is because, at first you're not really sure how the console is going to look, but it's kind of rectangular, almost similar to the controller of the Wii U. But it's not sort of like the Wii U because uh, with the controller on the two sides, it's small rectangular and you detach those and you could take it with you and you could use it like a small uh, Wii remote and you can play, you know, the nostalgia games, Mario, Legend of Zelda. But the thing about the trailer that was so surprising is that you see the people playing 2K and Skyrim. Nintendo doesn't have 2K or Skyrim under their titles of games. So that makes you wonder, are those companies going to work with Nintendo? And if so, that is going to be a game changer in the industry. I'll tell you why. Because Sony and Xbox, you know, on those, you usually play 2K or Xbox or Call of Duty or Halo on those consoles. If Nintendo gets their hands on games like Skyrim and 2K on a device that is portable, you could play it inside your house just like a PS4, just like an Xbox, and then transfer that. Take it with you when you're on like a plane or sitting at the bench or in school or wherever and still play those games. That will make Nintendo not be the underdog anymore. And some of the partners that are partnering with Nintendo are of course Activision, Ubisoft, Bandai, and some others are jumping on board now to work with Nintendo. So I'm thinking that the publishers from 2K and Skyrim are eventually going to have something in the works for this console because just as with, you know, the next gen consoles, other developers switch their software, uh, develop new games for those specific consoles, I think that the same thing is going to happen with the Nintendo Switch. Even though the uh, spokespersons for these gaming companies have stated uh, right now we don't have anything available or we're not in the works of doing anything I can tell you that they probably are they're keeping it quiet for now or they're just in the developing slate of negotiating with Nintendo saying yes we are on board and in the later dates we're going to produce something so that is very exciting because Nintendo is just known for doing the Mario, doing the Zelda, you know, Kingdom Hearts, some Final Fantasy, but to do other video games and to have other companies and other corporate execs from the gaming industry uh, on board for this, I think Nintendo is going to really step their game up and create
create a wonderful device. We don't know how much the device is going to be. Maybe it's going to be in the 300 range. Maybe a starter in the 400 range. I don't know. But it's going to be at a, a fair price, so to speak. Of course, when a new consoles come out, it's kind of high. And then when the holiday seasons come up, it's going to be low. Not sure if it's going to come out this year or if it's going to come out in March. But it's going to come out. And when it comes out, it's going to be one of the most talked about consoles on the market. And how Nintendo can now compete with Sony and Microsoft. So props to Nintendo. I can't wait to see what else is in store for them. And I hope they do uh, big things. And that uh, people will stop calling Nintendo a whack and an underdog and see that they know what they're doing. I mean, even though sometimes uh, their development is slow or sometimes they work on developing a new Wii console or something like that because we know the Wii U didn't sell as much and have those high expectations that everybody uh, wanted. But now I think Nintendo, they reworked uh, their team, their strategy, and now they're going to show them that they are one of the top, you know, gaming companies around. So, kudos, and we'll have to wait. Sad news to report, Snoopy is out of a job with MetLife. The insurance company has cut ties with Snoopy and the Peanuts characters after 31 years. They will no longer be the spokes mascots for MetLife as MetLife is taking a new leap forward into a different, revamping themselves, their image for the next generations and trying to keep up with reinventing their brand. So we will no longer be seeing Snoopy and the Penis Gang on any of the commercials, but you can still go online and see some of the commercials. And as stated before, it's the 50th anniversary of The Great Pumpkin, so I'm pretty sure that Snoopy and the Peanuts gang will be hired, and they will not go and be forgotten, because they will never be forgotten. They were one of the most iconic characters in pop culture, and, you know, somebody will hire them to be another mascot for something. They're hilarious. We'll probably see them in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day a parade as a balloon or a float. So, the Peanuts, Snoopy, they're not going anywhere. Well, that's all for this week's podcast. I'm Retro Bell, and you're listening to Retro Pop. Thanks for listening.